Is that we started? Oh my god, we started. Yes, we did. Use that ridiculous <laughs> voice. I don't know. It's because I get excited because we have just started. My safe word is more. My name is Al Jackson, but that's not really that important. You know what is important, guys? Is that my incredible, my lovely, my super dope co-host, Mrs. Corinne Kaplan, is in the MF and building. Corinne, how are you? Um, I'm great. I feel like you just made me married, Mrs. Let's not confuse the audience. The, can, <laughs> I, is that old school? Yes, it's Miss or Ms. But Mrs. indicates that I have somehow found some Porsche mode to marry me, and I have not. Unless you are a dom, and mm. you're you're like I'm Mrs. K, and you're about to get this paddling today, bruh. and you're about <laughs> you're to get, get it the for three hundred dollars. Riding crop. Yeah, exactly. What <laughs> would you charge an hour as a dom? Um, <laughs> let's see. I. I, Business okay. planning with Corinne. Okay, I want to. I'm not even going to tell you what I would charge because this is such a perfect <laughs> lead-in. Okay, so I have a game that I've decided we're going to make out of this segment. Okay, and it's because I was trying to come up with a name like. Have you ever played Smash or Pass? No. Okay, so it's basically would you would you hook up with this person or would you pass on this person? So okay. I didn't want to call it Smash or Pass because that's already a game in existence. So we're going to call ours Bang or Buy. Or buy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will I bang him or buy. Like I, I'm, say goodbye. I am oh buy with the like, I thought I was going buy with the U. You're going buy with the Y E. Oh. Okay. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna we're gonna kick it off with this one just because you happen I I, I have no idea if you're reading my mind or you know living or inside my head. Or going through your trash at night or so, when you're yeah. on the so road. So we're gonna give the it's so crazy that you just asked me how much I would charge. This is okay, so I have three contestants for bang or buy. Ooh. And I would like the audience to feel free to write us with your bang or buys. So not only will we take advice questions, but you can throw like what I'm gonna throw to you now and you can ask us to vote whether we would bang them or say bye. Okay, so here's the first candidate. Now I was in Phoenix this week for a work conference, which we'll get to in a minute. And this person wrote to me on my personal Instagram, like in the stranger danger box. He said, hello, my name is Thud. He has a last mm. name, but I'll skip it. I don't know why that's his first name. If you if your name's Thud, you, you, that's what you go by. You should just end it there. Like if your name, if you're going by Sting, the mm-hmm. same, like you don't need us. It doesn't need to be Sting McMillan. We got it. It's just thud. Right. Work. Okay. <laughs> he does give me his last name, though. And he says, I am a web developer and co-founder. I am based in Orlando, Florida. I hope this meets you at a good time. I was going through my newsfeed and I bumped into your profile. You look gorgeous. And I mean, no offense saying this, but would you be my sugar baby for a weekly of 500? A weekly? Weekly. Of 500? I thought this was low. It's incredibly low. <laughs> Oh if my you were goodness. like gonna be like, bitch, I thought it would be five hundred a month. Five hundred a week is not enough to do anything. No. Fi- look, I couldn't live on five hundred a week. Bro, for look, that's poverty level. I, I, w- I would think five hundred for seven to midnight. Anything after that, it's a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Overtime. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's I mean and well, uh, first of all, I just said uh, 500 from 7 to midnight, which is $100 an hour. And then uh, obviously oh I told you guys uh, I my major was biology. Mm. So I'm going to say that's crazy low. Mm-hmm. I would look a high end escort, which is what uh, Sugar Baby is. It's an ex. It's a, there's no there's it's an escort. Well, I was wondering. So I don't know a lot about this. I know I have a lot of guy friends, like too many guy friends that have met 
their significant others and like married them mm-hmm. off of sugar baby websites. Right. And I like I didn't know that was a thing. But one of my close guy friends said to me one time, he's like, look, I'm going to have to pay for your dinner. I make more money than the girl always. He does well. And he's like – and so basically without us saying outright I am going to have to be responsible for much of the cost of everything, that is the situation. So why wouldn't I go to a website where the girls are much prettier and they're honest about what they want? It, but, and he ended up marrying a girl off of it. And you know what? It's the same way that – People that are air quotes like straight and narrow, I don't do any kind of uh, perverse sexual things and things. You know what? On those air quotes perverse sexual websites, which they are not, but anything like Field or especially for my brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ community, they have better relationships because they put it out there immediately. I am a bottom or I am a dom top with a water sports fetish. And then you go, hey, I'm not down with that. Or I'm down mm-hmm. with these two. Can we talk about that? But our, uh, for he- air, cis, het, whatever the hell, normal, boring people, we think that it's like cute to go into a relationship not knowing. So, okay, Corinne, uh, we've been on three dates. Do I just go for it and try and give you a kiss? Will that end me up on a blog saying that he sexually yeah. attacked me? Do I know if you want your hair pulled in bed? Do you know if I want to be pegged in bed? You don't know any of these things, and you can't bring it up because now that you're together, now it's like, will he think I'm a freak if I tell him I like, you know, this? I really love the fact that he's like, yo, not, not only did I not judge this woman for saying what she wants, that I married her because she's legit. And what she was like, yo, I'm good looking. I'm not paying for dinner. And to be out with me, it does bring you some social clout. And when you walk in a room with you, you are an attractive person. You can work the room like old girl in a, like Sharon Stone in Casino. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dudes that are just like, yo, this is, who's, this is who I'm with. And I think they pay for it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not somebody I make a good living and there's – there's just like levels. I have no, I don't cast aspersions like do you. Um, but we can agree that in a bang or buy situation, this is buy because there's no way 500 is adequate. Come at me with a way bigger, 15,000 a week. And then I'm, I'm thinking about you, thud. Oh. I'm thinking about possibly crossing over into this field. And you know what? There's some dudes that are like 15,000 is low balling. I give you mm-hmm. 20. It You bring for money does not bring people that already have a lot of money happiness anymore. It's just this thing that is, and they quickly are bored with it because they can do anything. You want to rent a helicopter? Sure. We did that last weekend. Mm -hmm. What they cannot buy is somebody that brings entertainment and spontaneous joy and laughter in their life. And it's somebody with your kind of personality, somebody with my kind of personality. I can liven up a rich, boring person's life. (laughs) And there's that should be- I can spend your money. Exactly. And you should be (laughs) able to put a price on that. Um, you made me think of something else interesting. So this past summer, I dated a guy for a little while. Um, What's a little while in your book? It wasn't a very long time. We we met. I guess. I mean, we got time. I can just tell the story. Yeah. Um, I have actually made a TikTok about this because it was so ludicrous. So we met. Um, was via... the person ludicrous? No, he's married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do know Luda. Um, he actually he married a girl who was. So I went to dinner with him once, and he had a new girlfriend at the time. And we were at dinner with a group of friends, and I was sitting next to him, and he was like. Yeah, uh, so, you know, it was right after my first season of Survivor. He's like, oh, like, you know, so-and-so told me you were on Survivor. I said, yeah. And he goes, where where was it? And I was like, the trashiest, worst place in Africa, a country called Gabon. You have never heard of it. And he goes, this is my girlfriend. She's from Gabon. And he married her. 
So it was such a shitty circumstance. Like I, I spent like a good lead up, like explaining how you would never go to this area of Africa, and this is where. Yeah, <laughs> now he's married to her. Wait. Okay. So what's the next words out of your mouth after uh, you were told that you were seated next to Honestly, a Gabonian citizen? I I stuck with it, and I was like. It's pretty bad, right? Like, I leaned into it, and she was like, yes, there's a disparity between, you know, the yeah. villages and the rich. Because there's rich people, Gabonese, that are, like, the king the king and all of his sons. But everyone else is shitting in holes in the ground. Right. So, yeah. And I, again, uh, there's honesty in what you said. Mm-hmm. Was it a little direct? Yeah, but we got to the point. It's not great. This is, <laughs> It's not great there. It's not great there. Um, okay, so back to this guy I was dating over the summer. I met him um, I met him on Bumble. And when we met and we matched, we started talking. And he was very evasive about, like, what he did for a living. And I usually try and get to that information. In this case, when we matched, he was like, I have to be honest. Um, I'm in town. I don't live here, but I have a second house in, like, the mountains in Colorado. And I was like... Okay, that's not great, but he was really cute, and I thought, well, like let's let's exchange numbers, and just to like make sure he was a real person, I reverse, you know, searched the phone number, which came directly up as his business, which I then knew what he did for a living. He's like a huge YouTuber who does like financial analyst stuff. Okay. Anyways, he says to me, and this is gonna get uh, just bear with me. It's gonna get a little dark before it gets light. Okay. That's fine. I like dark. <laughs> You're not gonna like this. So he says to me. Um, I am in town because my my nephew drowned in a bathtub this weekend. And so I you'll have to excuse me. I'm not sure like when I can see you. Like I'm going through like this trauma. And he was like and he'd said at the time like the nephew was 8 and I was like could, could he stand up in the bathtub? Turns eight. out, yeah, turns out he he lost consciousness and died. Anyways, very very sad. But he says to me, like, I am interested in meeting you. And so I said, okay, let's go. Let's go to Bigsby's Folly, my favorite winery here. My friends own it. And I said to him, I go, listen, before we go, I just want to be clear. If you think you're going to cry, if you feel like you're not up to it, I don't want you to cry in front of me. Like, I'm not, I'm like the worst. When somebody cries in front of me, I sit there like. I could see I that. don't know what to say. I'm not comforting at all. And it makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I like that you're. Uh, operation manual says when somebody is so distraught that they're crying in front of you, your your manual says turn to page 16. It says do nothing, widen <laughs> your eyes, stare at them, and lean back and let your body language know that now you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I, I, I was like, don't, please don't, 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 it's fine if you're going through this. Obviously it's a major ordeal, but like, we don't have to hang out. He's like, no, no, no. I would really like to get my mind off things. I'm like, all right. So he meets me at this winery. We end up having like a fantastic time. We spend the entire day together. Then the evening he ends up staying over and he's like, I'm super into him too. Um, there was a couple of like weird things about him. Mm. Um, well, I guess, I, I mean, I'm not going to say his name, so I can say whatever I want, right? Um, all right, here's a weird thing. So I said to him, jokingly, because I had already done all the stalking. I knew what he looked I've watched his YouTube videos. Like, I knew what he looked like, right? But he was wearing a hat during the date, and he's like, I, I just feel like we're, like, this is a really solid, like, I'm really connecting with you. I really like you. And I was like, yeah, I like you too. And he's like, you know, it's weird to feel this comfortable with someone after just spending, like, six, seven hours with them. And he said, yeah. And he goes, how are you feeling? And I said, I, I, you've been wearing a hat this whole time. I'd like to see your hair. And I was just in my head say, I just thought it'd be funny because I knew he had a full head of hair because I'd seen all of his YouTube videos. Not all, but I'd seen enough of his YouTube videos to understand that he, he's working with all of his hair. 
And before he takes his hat off, he goes, well, I'm just going to let you know that it's a it's a toupee. No. And I was like, wait, what? Why would you tell me that? It turns out it's not a full toupee. It is toupee hair in that he it's like hair extensions. He gets it glued right. like every week. And he has to have like a special person cut his hair. And I was like, yo, a dude. special? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? A 3D printer? <laughs> Yeah. He told me during the pandemic, like, he had to keep getting, like, the special haircuts. And, like, it was – look, it's special wild. Special haircut sounds like another it thing. It sure does. Why is this haircut $380? Well, you have to go in that room for your shampoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I special was just haircut. like, why wouldn't you just shave your head? He's like, because people trust people with hair. And I was like, mm, I don't trust people with toupees. <laughs> I should have run right then. That's really – that's an interesting – I was like, you're a liar. You're just a liar. We're all liars, though. I mean, but he didn't have, again, it wasn't like a full carpet piece. It was individual glued-in pieces. I didn't understand it, but it sounded like it took forever. And he's like, girls have extensions. And I'm like, yes, but they're working with some hair. And they want it longer. You should just lean in. I have rich white friends Mm. uh, that are in the show business, just like you do. And so I've talked to them about the process of doing the Bosley Oh, hair thing. yeah, I'm not I'm not just a yeah, no, you're you're dead on. But I don't, it's not glue. The reason it takes forever is they take individual like how much Adderall do you need an individual hair? They take it from the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's put it different. In the front. This I listen, I, I, I have a bunch of friends that did. that's fine. That's your own hair. My dad did that twice before it was like he, he came home once with a turban on and there was blood. And I was like, Mom, what did dad do? And she's like, he got hair plugs. Just ignore it. He did it twice. That's fine. That's your own hair. And yes, of course, it's a crazy surgery because they're literally it's plugs because they put holes and then they put the seed from each hair and they take it from down here. I asked him, why don't you do that? And he said, because there's a chance that if you take the hair from the horseshoe part that's actually growing, you could not grow hair there and then be like Beaker in the Muppets, like just have top hair. Oh, but I you know have... contractually they're like you said put hair right yeah, there. We, yeah, we didn't we say didn't... anything about the back. Well, I, look, <laughs> there are a million things I would do before I went with. He's 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 got a toupee that is individually glued in. I, I mean, I don't know the details other than what he told me, but I liked him and I was like, okay. And in my head, I'm like, okay, if this works out, I'm going to instruct him not to mention this ever to anyone because I cannot be dating someone with a toupee. And he was like a very manly guy otherwise so we like hit it off i liked him he liked me but he doesn't live here he had pitched it to me like he spends half his time here as it turns out he airbnbs his like fuck you mansion in the mountains and is never here so he keeps kikiing with me repeatedly and he's like um you know i'd really like to come you know it doesn't say that he just keeps good night good morning and i was like hey i don't need this it went on for like a month i was like i don't need a pen pal i don't know what this is you clearly don't live here half the time i'm good like, there's no need to keep reaching out. You know me. Like, I'm, I, like, that stuff annoys the shit out of me. That is a waste. I don't like small talk. It's a waste of my time. And so he goes, Well, when are you going? This is when I was going to Italy. He's like, When are you going to Italy? So I tell him, and I said, I'll be back on July, you know, whatever it was, 5th. And he goes, Okay. And then he just sends me a booked itinerary. He, he knew when I was landing from Italy, he's landing at the exact same time and he's going to come stay with me for five days. Now, I have a, a bunch of things to unpack here. First of all, do you think I want to get off an international flight and powder my kuka in the local, you know, the airplane restroom to meet you, a person I don't know at all in the airport? I mean, it was a nightmare scenario to me. Like, I was like, yeah, why? No. And I'm on a crazy jet lag, right? I want to come home. I haven't been home in two weeks. And now I'm coming home and entertaining him. Like, it was such, such a, and all of my friends, like my best friend Franny was like, why wouldn't you just say no? 
no, book a different trip. And I was like, because I don't know. He booked it already. And she's like, he has a lot of money. He could just rebook. And I was like, I, I was excited he was coming. And she's like, this is so inconvenient. So he comes and he visits me. And when we, and this is what reminded me of this whole thing. So he, he, he was very open about like what he likes and doesn't like sexually. And I felt a little bit like maybe you give me some time to discover this rather than Laying it all out like it was uh, very aggressive. Like not, it wasn't for a strip mall. Like yeah, like, like let's have some excitement here. He's giving me stories about like things he did with his ex that I'm like, I don't. I feel like this is. I wouldn't want that unnecessary. At all. Anyways, here's the crux of the situation. When we spent we spent uh, a night together in like in his mountain property when he was visiting, and when we went, we were you know getting intimate. And he was like, he had asked me before, before this, if I was cool with him trying some stuff. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm never going to say no. So I'm like, I'm always saying no. (laughs) I'm like, listen, I'm not into pegging or, but like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm game. I'm, I'm thinking I'm like sort of not remedial with this stuff, but like, you know, I'm thinking he's, I don't know, maybe role play or I don't know. I don't know. And uh, and then we started having sex, and he spit directly in my mouth. <laughs> and so I didn't like that at all. And he's like, you said I, need, I could I try to- I need you to stop talking. <laughs> I need you to stop for a second. I need. I don't yeah. think I've ever asked you to not talk on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I think I need some time mm-hmm. to process that because spitting is not trying some stuff. <laughs> And it, it was, it's considered a crime. It is assault. <laughs> if you get into an argument at the ball mm-hmm. game and you spit in somebody's face, you can sue them for assault no different than if they hit you with a soccer punch mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's not trying some stuff. Okay, so now now you can talk again. Okay. I need I need you to take us. We're back in the bedroom. Yeah. So he's, The second after that happens, mm-hmm. where's your head at? What do you do? Right. So to be clear, he's on top of me, and I am. We're like, you know. I gather that for gra- <laughs> gravity purposes. Yeah, and he didn't. I want to be clear. <laughs> he didn't spit at me or on. He spit directly into my mouth. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to be uncool here, but I do. I I did not like this. I do not want your spit. Like it's we can kiss, but I don't need you to put like directly. Spit I didn't know what to... I just spit it out onto his In pillow. In the age of COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so gross. Um, but then I checked with... Because I was like, look, like I... There's been a few times where I've had to check with my girlfriends because I've done some things that were just... In, like, I I didn't read the situation right. And then I would ask my girlfriends. Um, <laughs> I, I'm still in shock over here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be so professional. I called. I called. Um, I called one of my best friends who's gay, and I, I, I mentioned this because he said to me, he goes, mm, "That man is gay. That is the biggest gay porn move. Heteros do not spit in each other's mouth. <laughs> that is a very gay thing to do." I would agree with that. I don't know about the gay porn move, but he's he's like, yeah, to have learned that from gay porn. That's just. That's... I I would say that I know a lot of homies. I've known hundreds I know a lot of, of them. homos. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and so like. I've never heard of one of my boys being like, and then mm-hmm. I spit in her mouth, though. You know, everybody's like, Hop. if you said that in a car full of black men, Latino, white, all <laughs> right. mixed, United Nations, no one's like, cool, bro. Right. Everybody'd be like, yo. Like, as soon as they'd be like, okay. And then as soon as you got to cut, like, what's up with your boy? Yeah. So I uh, I, I didn't um, love that. Um 
But yada, yada, I'll, I'll just finish this story out so you guys have the ending here. So he stays with me for five days, in, in which time I go with him to see all of his friends because he's originally from Colorado. He's got, you know, we're, we're, we're meeting these friends and then these friends. It was my goddaughter's birthday. And when I tell you my best friend, Julie, holds a birthday party for her for adults only where her dad is the bartender. Her dad's an incredible bartender. And there's no children at this party. The only child at this party is Drew, my goddaughter. And it's it's an adult. It's just a bunch of adults. And so I asked him, you know, like, hey, like, if you want to come to town those five days, that's fine. This is what I have to do for three hours on Saturday is go to my goddaughter's birthday. It's it's going to be like amazing food, amazing cocktails. You know, my best friend's awesome. And her two sisters were in town. He's like, um, if it's okay with you, I don't want to go. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, okay. A little annoying that you've you've dragged me to meet all of you. You're staying with me. It's rude. It was rude. And this is a party. This isn't like the DMV. Like, I I I might be getting some test results and I want you in the waiting room for me. Can you come to this adult party? Okay. It also wasn't tumblebees. Like, we're not going to a gymnastics place. Like, it is just adults drinking. It happens to also be her birthday. Right. And uh, he was like, yeah, if you don't mind, I don't want to go. He, I might, let me back it up. He had a vasectomy, so he's very anti-kids like I am. And I understand. I'm anti-children, too. This was not a children's party. There was one child that would be there. So That sounds uh, like there might be a court order in place (laughs) (laughs) where we can't have, we cannot have kids within 500 feet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. So, all right. He, I'm like a little miffed. And now I have to go into the lion's den of my best friend, her sisters, her parents, like my second family. And they're like, where's the guy? I'm like... He uh he didn't want to come and they were like wow couldn't just take three hours and that's a super wow dog mm-hmm. mm. so I was like a little off on him but nevertheless we're still talking and he's like he was going down to South America for a wedding he's going to like Colombia are there gonna be children at that wedding <laughs> I hope <You> not <laughs> I guess once you travel out of out of the country God lots of rules for this guy mm-hmm. so. Uh, <laughs> so we so we're connect, like we're talking you know I knew the couple because he made me meet them while he was here that was getting married I'm talking to him talking to him he's he he brought mushrooms he's telling me about that and we go back and forth and then he just stops returning all text banter I thought honestly maybe he was in like a Colombian prison Colombian hospital I mean I didn't do a whole lot of research I was just like all right I mean something's wrong right and I would like to see that version of Taken with Liam Neeson where just somebody's missing. And he just like, mm-hmm. I don't, it seems weird, but he does no investigations. <laughs> no, no, he's like, yeah. I text and they ain't hit me back. So like, I don't know what's up with your daughter. That's a, that's a, that's a very strange. Well, so let me round out the story with Please. after a month of me not hearing from him, thinking he's probably been kidnapped or something. I get this. Hey, you. I'm so sorry for falling off the map on you. Life has been a whirlwind. Oh, okay. T- tell me what happened. Something must have happened. As chance would have, I connected with someone well in Colombia, and she lives like 10 miles from me in Florida, and we have been seeing a lot of each other. Excuse me? I'm, uh, <laughs> what? We, we were fully dating. <laughs> what is this? And then he says, it sort of pulled my mind away from almost everything over the past month, and I'm finally taking time to clear my head and my plate. How are you doing? Okay, so I'm part of clearing his plate. This man was, I was actively dating him, I thought. I mean, Uh. we were talking every day. He flew out here to spend time with me. We went to his house in the mountains. I met all of his friends. The fucking shit is this? You're you're saying too much already. I'd have just texted back, bro. You spit in you my spit- mouth. We're together. <laughs> yeah. This is common law married in like sixteen states. Yes, yes. Like that is so so oh, transgressive. Hold on, one more thing. Oh, oh, 
Yeah. Wait, wait. Okay. So by the way, I did respond to him and I just wrote in all caps, unsubscribe. That's all I responded with. <laughs> I love you so much. That's Thank such you. a great response. Yeah, That's I know. so dope. And then I blocked him, so I don't know what happened to him. Um, but before before I get into this, so after he spit in my mouth, you're asking what my response was. I spit it back onto the pillow, and I was like, mm, don't do that again. You said that? Yeah. I was like, don't do that again. And that, that's when you guys broke up. You didn't know that, but like, uh, yeah. he was like, Mentally, oh, I'm done with this like, one. I am only going to be with someone who repeatedly... Let's me spit in their mouth. So we were in the car. We had a long. And that's how we kick things off. So mm -hmm. that's going to be baby That was steps. night one. Imagine where you'd be in two years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I'd like you to meet this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just over there gargling with scope. Yeah. La, 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 <laughs> oh. So, oh. well, so we were talking. I was trying to seem sexually advanced. I'm not. But, like, I'm certainly not at that level. So I said to him that there's, like, this really cool sex shop that I like that, like, is in a cool area of Rhino on Larimer Street. So I was like, hey, like, we're going to have brunch. I wanted to take him to my favorite brunch spot over there. I said, I'll take you over to the sex shop after that, and we, maybe we could get a toy or something. He goes in on $300 worth of toys, which I, you know, it, it, sex toys are expensive, so it's not that right. much. But we are there for hours talking, all right, well, this vibrates when? How long does the battery last? I mean, there was, like, extensive conversation. Well, he doesn't come with me on my goddaughter's birthday. He was leaving the next day. And he claims he wasn't feeling well that night. And so we don't we don't end up using the sex toys. He ended up having COVID, actually. So, yes, he spit in my mouth and he had COVID. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but wait, Al, he, he goes, he's packing his stuff in the morning. And he packs the, the sex toys and takes them home with him. And I was like, uh, you bought those to use with me. I We stood there hey. talking to... The lady to help us pick him out. And Maybe. now he's using him with some bitch he met in Columbia. Is he? <laughs> or. Is he? <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I, I'll tell you this, Corinne. Mm -hmm. And I don't say this bragging at all. Uh, it's just because of my line of work. And, you know, I, I've always said uh, I've gotten embatted out of my league a lot in terms of, like, number of, uh, of partners and looks of partners. Just because uh, my job title, I'm always leaving. You know, so, like women like that because yeah. I'm not going to stick around and like, oh, yeah, I went home with Corinne. Let's just say she goes like women have to protect their per their <laughs> reputation, right? unfortunately, in this misogynistic society. So I will say this. I've been with a large number of partners and never once, never once <laughs> yeah. have I within the first e year gone to buy sex toys with them mm -hmm. and then I keep them <laughs> rather than you keep these and, right, and, and I'll I be put back. some tape on it to make sure you haven't opened it. Right, <laughs> whatever. But like nobody's ever done that it unless was, it's for them. Uh, it Dude. was so wild. So, um, you know, I don't know. May he rot in hell. But yeah, that was I. That was a long tangent. But um, that was that was not a long tangent. I feel like we could end the show there. We're not going to. <laughs> well, you know why? Because I have two more contestants for Banger Bye that I, I haven't gotten to. Oh, this is that was the I first, prepped this game. This game is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> okay, contestant number two. He's coming in to me through LinkedIn. All right. Now, first of all, what do you think about sliding in? to LinkedIn to hit on somebody because I don't like it. Risky, risky, yeah. risky. I'm not on LinkedIn because mm -hmm. I don't even know what that – I know what it is, but I wouldn't – what's my profession? I'm a comic. Uh, nice <laughs> legs. I don't know what you're even <laughs> supposed to do on LinkedIn. Uh, so, but it's just risky because if somebody's like, don't hire this person, they're a sexual predator, that's one thing – or like sexually aggressive. But it proves their point when you're like, they're sexually aggressive – 
Look what he said to me on LinkedIn. Mm. It's a different modicum than like, uh, you know, doing well, it even on Instagram. So my big gripe with LinkedIn is that everyone's headshot is from 10 years ago. I cannot see any – I no information is given other than where you work, which I don't really give a shit about. So unless you're like Elon Musk on LinkedIn, like right. I'm not interested. You're not going to get to me through LinkedIn, and it's just annoying. Now, I don't find this to be sexually aggressive, and he's at least got got – well, let me read the message. We're just going to call him Tay for short. Okay. And hold it in front of the mic so you're facing the mic. There we yep. go. So keep there. Okay. So Tay says, hi there. I don't know how to say it. It's totally unprofessional and not a nice way to approach here. But I saw you on a dating app. And then I looked you up on Google. I'm really interested in getting to know you. I live in Scottsdale and would love to talk to you soon. So he's admitted – I immediately took my company off of my dating pro- – I didn't realize <laughs> you could just go Corinne at my company and then I pop up on LinkedIn and then you – but yeah, he slid into my LinkedIn. So do we say – You know what? I want to – obviously, you know me. I keep 100 and you know I shoot down because I can spot weirdos from a million miles away. That just seems like a person that genuinely is interested in you and he took the next step. It's not like he's I mean, like, did, I saw I saw this. He did claim he, it. Yeah, he claimed it. And it's not like, for me, I'm too lazy. If I saw you, I'd be like, man, she is fine up. She went in that building too late. That was our relationship. <laughs> nah, I'm, not, I'm well, not making another second move. So, like, the fact that he did, I kind of like that. So one of the problems I have um, with this, this, this whole, like, sending somebody a message on LinkedIn because – okay, so you – on Bumble where he saw me, which is, like, that – Hinge doesn't change where you're at. So it had to have been Bumble. He saw me on Bumble because I was in Scottsdale and he he swiped right. I still have the opportunity to see him even when I come back to Denver. And I could also swipe right because that's all the, the bank of people you're seeing. Franny taught me this. The bank of people you're seeing is everybody who's either said yes or hasn't seen you yet. Right. And so I I would swipe right potentially on him. The would, next, Would you have swiped on him? No. OK. But here's the problem with this. He's taking it like the decision is upon him to really shoot his shot. And the reality is I was going to come across your profile on Bumble and could have organically been like, yes, interested. But you didn't give me a chance to do that. You snuck into my LinkedIn DMs before I could. And so I'm going to have to say bye to this one, too. I didn't think about the bump because that is a way to bypass your ability to swipe left potentially is to go on LinkedIn, which you cannot swipe left on. And uh, I guess you could not hire the person. That's the equivalent of swiping left. But yeah, I think that that was a very, now that I think about it, that was ingenious Mm. because if you you weren't as thoughtful as you were, you'd be like, oh, you know, we must have missed each other. It's like, no, No, I would have seen you. Yeah, that's not how Bumble works. I I will see you in my pile. Okay, um, so I think we're going to have to say bye. Yeah, I mean, I, I think look, we're going to have to say bye. I, as we all know from my Tommy Dewey story, I am I do shoot my shot once in a very blue moon, but I don't do it after I think you have ignored me on a dating app. Like I didn't like that's that's bad. <laughs> that's bad business. Yeah. And now we'll get to the third guy who I did something. I'm the one that did the wrong thing. Okay, with. We have two buys so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is probably out of my hands at this point. But, okay, so first of all, let me tell you, his profile, he wrote, so, you know, one of the prompts on, I'm only on Hinge, well, 
I mean, that's not true. I, because of this podcast, I, I got on Facebook dating and I can't get off of it. You're and I keep, on Facebook dating? Yes, but I keep matching with people in like Kansas. Uncle? It's Yes, it's so boomer. Doing? It's terrible. I need. I can't get – it will not let me get off of it. I'm embarrassed to go on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah, well, not me. You know, I, <laughs> no, you... I'm very into Facebook. Um, but I don't want to be on Facebook dating and I can't get off. There is no unsubscribe. I can't, it's, it's Club Joy all over again. I can't get out of it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I see on Hinge – I feel Patreon show coming out <laughs> with, with your Facebook dating. Just Facebook dating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, we could definitely. We'll talk after. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So his prompt for Hinge, it says, two truths and a lie. And he wrote in, I have been voted off an island. I was once roofied at the airport. I just got back from a week-long Tantra retreat in Tulum. So two truths and one lie. And I'm like, I have been voted off an island twice. I also know a lot about roofies. <laughs> so I thought, like, I sent him a rose and sent the first message. And I thought, okay, he'll figure out that I was on Survivor, right? Like, he made that that funny joke, I was voted off. That's obviously the lie. Right. He wasn't. I would know if he was on Survivor, and he's not. And I thought, oh, my God, what are the chances me, an actual two-time ex-Survivor, sees that? Prom- Come on, man. And thinks it's funny. Yeah. And he's so good-looking. So we, he likes me back and, and I, I was like, do you want to get drinks? Cause you know, that's my, I'm not trying to, I don't need to talk to you. We, you can, you can learn about right. how I got voted off an island over a drink. He said, yes. And I thought, great. Well, he put, this is on you, Cameron. He put, <laughs> I don't care. He's never going to talk to me. He put his Instagram handle in his profile. Well, I was on an airplane when this whole thing went down and I was bored. So I go to his Instagram because I'm like, let me see more pics. You have and to like justify. So yeah. I get pretty, pretty deep in the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything of this. I'm like, oh, he's he actually I'm gonna ask you after the show. He has an ex-girlfriend that's apparently a stand-up comic. So mm. I'm like, oh my God, great. Like he gets humor, like the like I'm like, you know, I'm I'm falling in love with this guy. This seems like a great match. So whatever. I I went all through his Instagram looking at all kinds of shit. I don't think anything of this. I'm talking to my best friend, Eliza, and I'm like, yeah, I got this guy. Potentially, like, we're supposed to go get drinks. Isn't this a funny prompt? And when she wants me to send her a picture, I decide I'm going to go back in, back to the Instagram well and grab some of the the pictures to send to her. Al, I scroll down and I see a fucking red heart. I liked, (laughs) I liked some pictures i don't know how on the airplane oh, it's like no. very i like it's it is the exact same as the linkedin i jumped the line i went and was like pick oh, me pick no. me i liked a bunch of your stuff on instagram i am so horrified she was like this is so rookie like how did you possibly do this i'm like it's the goddamn united airlines wi-fi i for sure didn't like anything i just must have. are you blaming this on united airlines? I, it's yeah you- united i'd like to be refunded for this flight because you ruined my life <laughs> that is so thirsty like there should be <laughs> it's so bad. a kenyan a uh, mile ahead of you in uh, the boston marathon yeah. and somebody handing you gatorade yeah. while you're running with something mm-hmm. a number pinned to your stomach Dude. that's how thirsty that is and he has yet to respond <laughs> oh, about us getting no. drinks <laughs> I know, it's so bad. It's so, so, so bad. It's not like oh. I liked a picture at the top. No, it's 40 pictures down from 2012. Ooh. Like, it's so bad. It's like him at the Obama inauguration. You're like, you look out here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I didn't even, it wasn't, I don't know how it happened. Okay, I can't, I can't. I, it is United's fault. That's it's hundred percent United's fault. Oh. Okay, but all right. Mm. Now in his profile, he has a link, okay, to a a, a website. 
Okay, I guess I'll leave the name of the website out. We're not trying to promote this website, but I'm going to tell you enough about it. You probably can find it. So I was like, huh, what what is this website? And in his, it says, which I hate this, it says public figure in his description. And I'm like, are we though? You have 2,500 followers. Are you a public figure to your mom or? Step aside. The real public figure is here. Okay, but he also puts creator of the, of the, Step aside. There's a real public figure yeah, here. It's a real public embarrassment here is what oh, we have. Goodness. Okay. He says, creator of the consciousness multiverse theory. And I was like, huh? <laughs> so then I go to the link and the link then brings me to this page. Give me a second to get through this. The consciousness multiverse theory posits that our universe is one of a seemingly infinite number of universes within a larger consciousness multiverse. The consciousness multiverse as a whole represents the sum of all possible subjective experiences of the entities within it. I don't know what that meant. That's word salad. But I keep reading. I'm so mad right now. It gets worse. The Z source is the primordial unit of information acting as the source of all consciousness and the building blocks of all reality. The Z source as the primordial unit of information only exists as a result of its expression. I will not go on. I don't know what any of... I mean... Any, I can't, I, I've read this 16 times. I don't know what it means. I still would like to go on a date with him. He was very hot and he is not reaching out to me. Do I join this multiverse? No. Because uh, <laughs> if you don't, we'll have to stop the podcast. Yeah. That is how much I am so sick. Grin. Mm-hmm. Please let me stretch my legs here for a second. Because I want to talk to all the dudes that uh, like to uh, listen to these long form podcasts where all these guys get high and they talk about stuff like the multiverse and is this world that we live in a simulation? I don't know, bro, because it makes you seem smart. It makes you seem smart to sit around and talk yeah. about that. You know why you have time to sit around and think about that and hypothesize about things that may or may not be, but you never really know the answer? It's because your grandparents and your great-grandparents worked themselves to death, literally died in their 50s and 60s, had their hands crushed by machines mm-hmm. Because they wanted to make sure that their kids and now their grandkids live better than they did. And congrats, grandparents. You guys were right. Now your grandkids have enough time to sit around Talk and discuss whether you sources. existed or not. Yeah. It is such a weak move and like such a it's like the kind of people that go, oh, you studied uh, public health in college. I studied uh, 18th century French lit. Oh, that's cool. When's that going to come into your it's only. Yeah. It's that pretentiousness that people hate with higher education. I went to grad school. My friends went to Harvard and Brown. They never talk about stuff like that. Only you whack folks do. Uh-huh. It's such a whack. It's so. It's like well, such a waste of education he, to do that. That word salad crap. Have we ever talked about the Z uniform as it relates to the Y parallel? Shut up. Yeah. It's, I, I hate mean, that. You know that if I had drinks with him, it would be strictly because 100% this is going to come up. I mean, he now, needs more followers. Re- if you did record it. I know. Well, I've looked into the Colorado recording laws, and I can publicly record any date I go on. It's a one-way. It sure is. Yes. The other party does not have to agree. That's right. It says one dirt bag to um, the other. I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, now I've said so much about this on the podcast, he's definitely not meeting me. But I would like to say this is our third candidate in the new game, Bang or Buy, and I would bang. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're going to have to do a hard split here. You know how, like, with the highway either goes – Left, and you can go to California. Right, or you go to New York. Like you're, you're going to New York. I am. I'm headed, going to the multiverse, I am, friend. I am. I am leading. I'm walking away from that multiverse. But shout out to all you guys having those podcasts, wasting your time. Think about all the real dudes that came before you. Think about your uncles that 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 were so tired when they got home, they couldn't even take their boots off before they fell asleep in their chair. 
Like, because they were that physically exhausted from what they did all day. And now think about you sitting around with other rich kids with no, with a health insurance plan you got off the internet and you now have time to discuss. It just makes me, it's such a yeah. weak. I can see it's really it's upsetting. It's so you. weak. I, I hate uh, that. I, I actually, hate fake intellectualism. I yeah. really do. Yeah, I hate that. I, I, it is that that you nailed it. It's fake intellectualism. It's fake intellectualism. It sure is. Um, but I could give a shit. Actually, what I don't like is that you've started a blog. Oh. You know what? Here's here's the thing. If you crack the code, why'd you keep it to yourself? You figured it out. Like the idea that you're gonna have to shout it from the rooftops. That's the part that I don't love. Anywho, I'll let you guys know. Keep tabs if he ever responds. I mean, he's got to be podcasting about this nut job that liked his photos on Instagram before he could even respond with a place to meet. Oh, well, I mean, well, you know, who's to know that you responded in this in this, in, in this simulation? Oh, my God. Al, that's, in the other universe where Tupac is not, still alive, you didn't do that. It's not United's fault. It's the Z source. It's the primordial whatever words. Uh, yeah. Oh, so such a weak move. Anyway. Well, I if I have one quick story that will take me two seconds, but I was at this conference. No, take three. This is a podcast. <laughs> this is what it's for. Let's chat it up. I was at this conference in Arizona, and I never get to leave the hotel. I have to take clients out to dinner. I am in a booth working and or attending sessions the entire time from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., and then I have dinners every night entertaining the clients that are there. So it's not like I – You sound like a high-end madam. I know. (laughs) I never leave the hotel. I'm at a booth taking care of the other people, and then I have dinners all night. Handies and blowies. Handies and blowies. Make sure these girls aren't too coked out. No, you're the one just making sure you're like, hey, there's coke around your nose. And if you're late again – Get it together, Liz. Guy said you passed out in the shower. He's not paying for that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So (laughs) – So I am at this conference and I'm standing there at the the welcome reception the first night, which is like from like 6 to 7 p.m. It's all the doctors and all of the vendors. And it's like a 500 person conference. It's not super small, but it's not super big. And also what the madam says as she's sending the prostitute oh, in. Um, so I'm standing there at, like in my area, like by my booth and everyone is in conference attire. Like you're not, it's not suits, but you're, you know, you're dressed like appropriately. And all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye on the left-hand side, I just see a group of the hottest guys I have ever seen walk in. They clearly, basically. When they you didn't, say group, how many are we talking? 15 of them and I am like am I like is this like a mirage like I'm just in like a place where everyone's just not very attractive and like they're just looking I was like very confused they were so tall they were all wearing like gray sweats like so good looking and they clearly what happened is this is a very expensive resort we were at However, they they didn't like lock the doors where the reception was. And so these people were just coming in from outside and thought they would shortcut through and didn't realize there's like a full reception of, you know, medical societies. So they walk through and you could tell they're like a little uncomfortable as they're walking through and everyone acts as though this isn't happening. Like I this is the simulation I'm living in. I am looking like mic checking left right like is any does anyone else see this? Is anyone else what is what the fuck is this? I mean, high nice asses in these gray swept just good looking dudes all really built and tall and I was like I don't know what's happening here, but I am, I am a caged animal. I can't go anywhere, and I have a dinner after this. So there's no, I there's no point at which I can like 
just follow them to wherever they're going? Or do you, fellas, you seem lost. Can I help you? You like, should just pick your booth up and walk yeah. it a little bit like, <laughs> totally. like Fred Flintstone's car. And just, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I just was like, what are they doing here? And it's not, thank God, it's not a Gaylord. It's a real hotel that has real other people. But like the majority of the people staying in the hotel are obviously there for this conference. All right. Next morning, I wake up. I go down. I'm about to go. I, I I go to the gym in the morning. I wasn't going to the booth yet. I go to the gym in the morning and I see there's like a ticker, like a board of all the meetings and where they're taking place in which rooms. And I see <sighs> Major League Spring Baseball meeting. Oh. And I missed it. So I saw, I saw what I know now were a bunch of Major League fucking baseball players and I could do nothing with it. And it was some kind of spring training meeting because they spring train in places like Arizona, apparently. Yes. Yes. I, apparently. I am yes. so That's upset with the only myself. only place besides Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, coincidentally, on this same night, I come back from my dinner and the hotel has left me a card that's under the door that says, first of all, the title is Feel Good. <laughs> And then inside it says, an amenity has been arranged for your enjoyment and can be delivered at your convenience. Please contact Service Express by dialing zero from your in-room telephone when you're ready. And I was like, oh, I'm ready. Where, where's that team? This is odd. <laughs> um, I wait up an hour after I've taken my Ambien for the, the whatever is going to be. It's chocolate over strawberries. Is it wine? It was fucking brochures for the conference. Shut up. People selling pharmaceuticals and shit. Yes, in a bag. A bro- bunch of brochures in a bag. It was the most disappointing. Don't title the card Feel Good. Feel Good? Oh. The fuck are you talking about? Isn't oh, that terrible? That's, and, and what I, I really thought like it was one of the guys that saw you. That Would was have been like, great. It was his, his room key. Yeah. Would have happily partaken in that. Oh, what? Oh. Any one of the 15 that walked through, all of them, they were all so hot. And now I know... Major League Baseball players, so hot and have money and, and are athletic. And guaranteed contracts, Correct. too. Ugh. Oh, my God. I hate myself so much. And then the last story that I will tell you before we move on to another topic is that I I did something so fucking cringy that I don't – like, I, I don't know when I'm going to not wake up and think about this because it's so embarrassing. These are my kind of things. <sighs> So I have a problem with face recognition, okay? I don't know if I have face blindness, but I have to know you know you to remember your face, period, end of story. I do not have any extra bandwidth. There's no randos in the pile in my brain. It's got to be that, like, I really know you. Otherwise, your face goes into Never Never Land. So I'm walking in the conference, and I see a doctor that, like, I, I thought was this doctor I had been trying to see from a center that I hadn't seen yet. And I like excitedly run up to him and I'm like, hey, how are you? Did you go out for dinner last night? Um, you know, I, I I went to Tommy Bahamas. Like I'm just trying to make conver- – I'm trying to like, you know, make conversation. But I know I don't have a lot of time to do it. And I'm going to get to the part where I'm like, hey, I, I'd like to get a meeting with you, da, 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 da. But I'm trying to like open the floor up a little. Right. And this man looks at me and he's like, <clears throat> I went to Tommy Bahamas also. I was sitting next to you for that dinner. <sighs> Al, I don't know what major malfunction, if it's the ambient. I have never felt so embarrassed 
like to be me in my life. Like I very rarely feel regretful. I just looked at him. I was like, I am so sorry. You look like another doctor. And I'm just, there's so many doctors here. And he's just like, he sat next to me and talked to me. Oh, he talked to you too. For three hours. He was the guy. We were at an 18 person dinner. He's the guy to my immediate right. Who I asked all these questions about Ozempic. I, I, I had, I just, I just want to say <laughs> that I, there's no amount of hate you can spew at me to this particular physician, to anyone out there listening. I hate myself so much for doing this. And I can't, the second it happened, I was like, there's no, I can't, I can't do anything here. You're done. I'm done. This is, and I, I wonder, does you that happen to you? You know what I call you? that? And I'll explain if that's happened to me, but like when you, in the, this is one of those rare situations that this analogy is perfect for. Because people don't get this and they try and clean it up on aisle six. Yeah, I couldn't clean there, it up. There's going to be a time in your drinking life, especially if you go hard, where you're either going to get so drunk you fall off your bar stool or one of your friends is going to fall off their bar stool. And they'll try and stand up and set the stool up and sit, and it's like, no, the mm. night's over. Right. You don't recover from falling off of your bar stool. You pay your tab and you walk out. There's no discussion. If you promise to buy a round of drinks, you buy those and you leave. You fell off your bar stool. I did. And you left. I did. You didn't try and clean it up like, no. you know what, the other doctor looks like Tom Cruise too. Try to No. You're just like, hey, this is done. Yeah. I respect it. There's a time and place where everybody's going to fall off their bar stool literally or figuratively. And- and you accepted it. I, Respect. And that is a perfect analogy. And I just want to say, I had like maybe one drink. I wasn't like I was drunk. Like, we're not talking about a low lit. Tommy Bahamas is very well lit. Right. I could see him perfectly fine. I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't put the I didn't put the little index card back in the Rolodex. Like my brain was like, yes. like that face is gone. I will say this. And it, it's, it's very weird because uh, I, I have no scientific basis for this. But I... I wonder if the, I won't say this is unique just to people that are in in entertainment, but uh, I remember we did a story on Daily Blast Live, watched every day, my talk show, six <laughs> seasons, that's what's up, and uh, we did a story on Brad Pitt, and he said that he has uh, face uh, face recognition blindness. Like Great, he, well that's what I have. Right? How it, do I get it? How do I get I, legally determined to have had that? I don't think I don't know if it's a uh, something that can go on your license, but I will say this: <laughs> because of you and I's workplace, it's not like oh, so many fans. Yeah, every time we go to work, there's a different cameraman, there's mm-hmm. a different director, there's a different pilot, there's a different front desk agent. There, everybody, even your there's friends. There's so many they, faces. It's so many faces, and they say the human mind is only supposed to keep, I think, fifty names in your head at one time, mm-hmm. like that aren't your family. And so, like, ours is constantly getting jumbled because I live in L.A. for these four yes. years. I live in New York. I'm in Gabon uh, for, for, you, you know, uh, struck fighting for my life. But there were people you met there, people that brought you bottled water. There people, there, yeah. yeah. And so, and then you never see them again. No. So your mind, in a weird way, trains itself to be like, I cannot grow attachments to anything. Mm-hmm. Because the people that, like, stay in their hometown, and this is no shade. Some people, sometimes your hometown Chicago, whatever. You stay in your local area. You're like, there's my bartender. Oh, let me ask him about the Red Sox. The deli meat counter guy. You see the same kinds of people. But Mm. for us, it's always a different person, a different set of directives, a different set of – and it's just like I think after a while, because I have the same thing, it's not personal. But, like, uh, I definitely have – I never – because I was like, I don't have anxiety with it. But I definitely get anxiety. Like, if you were to come to my job or, like, a party at my job – and I had to introduce you to people. 
even though they're people I work with forever and yeah. I obviously know your name, I would panic yes, and think I that I was going to forget. Me- yes. And it's like some, and then it's like this weird thing where people are like, yeah, I'm, uh, I sit next to Al. I have for five seasons. It's just, it's a weird that it, that's when it showed me like, oh, anxiety is a real thing. It just manifests itself in different ways. But I have introduction. Oh, my God. What's this person's name? Oh Are they going to think panic. I'm an asshole? Yeah. And it's like, I know you, dude. I have a mental health issue. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> that is. Wait, that is the truth. It is a mental health issue because this this guy was fantastic. I enjoyed the conversation very much. There's no reason for me not to. It's definitely something's wrong. Yes. Upstairs for me. It's not a reflection of it's not like your conversation wasn't stimulating or that I didn't enjoy it. It's none of that. I'm just. Right. And and see, I could see like even flight attendants having this Mm because they work with different flight attendants. They work with different pilots. And so, like, I would assume pilots would overlap more than even flight attendants, you know, depending on the region and whatever, how distance. I don't know how that shit works. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, that that so is. I'm horrified and I live with this every day now. Yeah. I wake up, I think about it. I go to bed, I think about it. I'm so those, fucking upset Those are about the it. worst ones when, like, there's nothing where you can even argue on your how... side, even in and your he own was head. so nice. I mean, he's a nice person and he was so nice about it. But, like, I wouldn't have been so nice if. Look, ah, that's it's, so bad. I, I, and see, this is where I would disagree with you. I would think you would because you'd be like, dude, I have that too. Don't worry. Because if I met somebody yeah. that had the same thing I do, I'd be like, oh, oh my God, thank, hey, bro, it's okay you don't know my name because I, I didn't know your name. It was, it would really be reassured. Like, I need to start a support group. Because it like it gives me anxiety if, if there's like a charity ball. I'm like, yes. oh shit. Yes. What's the director's name? His wife. I know her. We had that same joke about. Campbell's soup or whatever we make it every year like whatever but I'm like oh is it Jill is it Lillian it, it, it's it's something that really affects how mm-hmm. I socialize it's it's really weird so just you saying that Mike I feel you sister oh, Jesus yeah. Mary and I Joseph mean, okay okay so anyways um right, I have to I, I need I need to talk to you okay uh because this happened yesterday and I can't stop thinking about it and I don't know I guess my question to you is how do you do you maybe it's just time, but how do you like clear a conversation you've had with somebody where they say something that's instantly jarring to you that they've had time to process and you haven't like uh, they murdered someone so, the, almost <laughs> not that, but like analogous so like uh yesterday me and uh me and the lady uh mm-hmm. one of her friends uh was sick, so we took her friend some uh ramen and uh some cold cam. And when we're driving back, what the hell's cold cam? Cold cam's like, um, oh, like airplane. medicine. It's like airborne. Oh, it's like yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. So yeah. it doesn't do anything. Does nothing. <laughs> sure. It's like if you get it early, it's like yeah, you said about vitamin C though. Mm-mm. But you know, I think it's more like if you think it works, it does. It's placebo, you know, yeah. Mm-mm. And so uh, we dropped the we dropped the ramen off in front of her door, and we're 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 headed back, and uh, we see a second hand. I found a second hand. If anybody's seen my crib, I love mid. Uh, mid-century modern furniture. I love that era. I uh, like that dress, all that. So I mm-hmm. found a like a, a like a warehouse knockoff. You know, like some of those furniture stores, they're just like barely front. It's just like they just buy stuff from, and it's yeah. like coming. There's no rhyme or reason. They're like, here's a wagon in. wheel we made into a table. Yes, mm-hmm. it's but it's just cr- clearly stuff that they've mm-hmm. gotten. Repurposed, yeah. Yeah, repurposed is a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah. And like, there was just a pathway. Like it was, the dude was a hoarder. It was a big warehouse, eh, warehouse kind of thing. So I love the stuff in there, and uh, we're walking out, and he's like, hey, I'll sell you these chairs for this amount. And I was really close, but I just don't have space for it. 
And so I'm talking to him and it's like, I'm like, dude, how are you doing today? And he goes, no one ever asked me that. He goes, thank you so much. Like I, I do try and have genuine conversations with people and it's helped me so much in life. Huh. But uh, he's like, no one ever asked me that. And I, I go, yeah, there's something behind your eyes, man. What's going on, Doug? Like we're having this conversation and, you know, uh, Sar can say her name. Sar's with me. And so, you know. This is he, wild. I would, yeah. I, this would never happen to me. <laughs> Not ever. So, I've never asked somebody how they're doing. Yeah, so I don't care. He's just, and I mean, we are in a warehouse full of lamps and old mm-hmm. pianos. You rare finds? No. Oh. This is like rare, rare finds, rare finds meth head cousin that's uh, from, I was gonna say, like, right outside of Scottsdale. Like, uh-huh. yeah. It's sure, just, like, sure. It's their cousin that, could, that knows a guy that could kill a guy for mm. you. Like, that kind of place. And so... We're talking, and he's, uh, you know, he's kind of looks like he's had a hard scrabble life, but he owns this business clearly. And he's like, you know, uh, you know, I'm just having a tough time. It's been uh, less than a year since my wife died, and I was like, he was like, they ran this business together. I was like, that's why you don't ask how someone's doing. This is awful. All of this is making me so uncomfortable. And I go, oh man, it's terrible. Did you did did you kill her? (laughs) I was like, please tell me someone's. It's 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 coming. (laughs) So I go. Did you have uh, any heads up or was it sudden? He goes, it was sudden. And I go, what happened? And he goes, my wife fell off the escalator at Bronco Stadium. No. Do you remember? Well, of course I do. Yes. Oh, my that God. That was this dude's wife. No. And I have so many questions. the face you're making, oh my I'm God. like, this like, is like at 1.30 on a sleepy Sunday afternoon oh. and my brain was not ready for this. And it was just like, we just had a, and he was like, I didn't go back to using. He was like, I'm, I'm 1,500 days sober. Shout out to you. And I talked about him. Yeah. Like I, you know, I talked about like when my dad died, I went on a drinking binge and didn't realize it. So I was giving him props for that. But just like, what do you, what do you say to, to that? Because I got it. I was like, I, I, was I have like, so many, I have so I was many like, questions. who called you? And he goes, her brother. Because he oh, was he like, it's so, there? no, he was at the store. They own that, they own that, stop, that shop. So he's like. For, he wouldn't tell anybody because he's like he's he's raised not to like put his yeah. problems on anybody. So he said he would just go to that warehouse and just tear shit up and, now, and sweep up the glass before people got back. Does he? Uh, does he ride escalators? I I don't. <laughs> oh, that's the second. I'm so curious if like what is that? If if like I mean, there's so many escalators. Like I have to ride them all the time in the airport, at the yeah. mall. I mean, I'm on an escalator once a day, easy. Yeah. Is every time I'm like, I got to find an elevator. I can't. I mean, if you had a family member or like your dad mm-hmm. or somebody, like something happened, it, it, you would have trauma in like, I, you know, let's be. And I think. But also, she, I, I'm not the most coordinated person. I want to know how she fell off and how I can prevent myself from falling off because I definitely get scared. Look, you and I know I do not go to games where I'm going to have to sit in nosebleed seats. Right. But I do look at those stairs, like the ones at the basketball, all the way, and I'm like, shit, man. Like, I would have vertigo. Like, that's very high up. Right. How do you? By the way, that's the most insulting thing you could say to people about their seats <laughs> is by saying that they're sit. brave by sitting yeah. there. I would get nosebleeds. I, I mean, do you bring too. walking sticks? Yeah. Do you need, do you need do you an oxygen see can? From up there? Yeah. Why don't you just get to know the players like I do, and then you can go in the locker room? No, okay. Enjoy your life. So insane. Do you choose to sit in <laughs> Are these? Are you lightheaded right now? <laughs> I, so dumb. May I never but, ever? I, so dumb. But uh, you know, it, it, there's no tea, no shade when I say this because your boy has been hammered before and done stuff that I should have definitely been killed doing. But my theory, that I think is pretty well vetted, is your girl had had been overserved. 
Uh-huh. But and she sat on the arm of the escalator <gasps> and oh! and airplaned like, oh, oh we're going down the downsies. and we went the other on the okay. other side. I was envisioning that she fell forward on the escalator. You're saying she fell off like the she side. She fell over the side. That makes bro. more sense. So Yes. Years ago as a kid, my my father um we used to take my brother and I to Hawaii every year. He stopped doing that because of this particular incident. My brother and I got into a lot of fist fights and like we did not get along. And <laughs> we were fighting, started out as an argument. And then I pushed him. We were on a huge escalator in the in the airport in Honolulu, and or maybe it was Maui. And I I pushed my brother, and what happened is my brother colli- collided into my mom, and my mom fell down the escalators, like shut, got all kinds of banged up. Shut up! And my shut father up. was like, "That's it. There will be no more family vacations." <laughs> yeah, and that's how we got. Wait, how many stairs did your mom go down? Quite a few. And they're metal. Those escalators are, like, not friendly to fall down. But she didn't die and she didn't fall off. I mean, she was still on the escalator. She was just doing that cartoonish tumble sort of situation. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. And my brother and I stood there like, oh, once she came to a stop at the bottom, I was like, this isn't good and for either of us. you just – your mom goes down the stairs. When we say yeah, bumps that and bruises – Yeah, that story was over. My father like, canceled how, how every – How hurt was she? I, I, um, she was not banged over for up. Me. <laughs> Like, she, she didn't need stitches or anything, but she was banged up. I mean, she went down. It was a substantial amount that she fell down, and they are metal escalator stairs, you know? Yeah. So um, my uh. father, like, tries to run to her aid and then fires. He, we never went on another, another family trip. That was it. That was All right. It. Um, I would like to get to, do you have a Yelp review for me? Oh, I do. I wrote this Yelp review yesterday. Mm. Oh my god okay my uh my girlfriend sar is just i hate the term when people go i'm a foodie she is a person that loves authentic food and like searches it out but she's not on social media she didn't need to tell the world she just likes food yeah. for real oh she doesn't have a blog no she just uh <laughs> she just enjoys her life it's uh-huh. so weird she didn't need to tell people about it we went to this incredible place here in denver called adobo and uh, uh this is i i wrote uh a Yelp review about it yesterday. So okay. the fact that we're doing this now is right on time. Let's do it. I set out to write a review about how dope Adobo is, but this review isn't just about Adobo. It's about you. Adobo had all the things that I look for when I go to a restaurant that claims to have authentic food. First thing I look for, it was clearly another building. In this case, it was a church. Check. The parking lot leaves a lot to be desired. Check. <laughs> The staff is eclectic and random, check. And the people who are cooking the food are passionate and clearly care about nothing else, check. Mm. Uh, <laughs> food cooked, uh, so what does this have to do with you? Obviously, we already know adobo is dope. Do yourself a favor and go there. In a world where people complain uh, about- he's not done. No, oh no. no. <laughs> In a world where people complain about a lack of quality options in a partner, have you ever thought about the fact that it might be you? And more specifically, mm, I have thought about that. the food that you put in your body to fuel you, you don't like the people you're attracting. Well, maybe that's because your swag levels are low because <laughs> you're eating swagless food. How much Chipotle can you put in your body before you, you're the person cracking whack jokes at the party? Still doing the Borat very nice in 2023. <laughs> that is the same person. How much Panera Bread have you put into your body? Food that tastes like it was made by YouTubers that preach abstinence until marriage. It's your fault because you won't take the time to find the dope shit (laughs) 
And that bleeds over into your dating life. So if you're reading this review in bed next to a person that's giggling, watching the Big Bang Theory, ask yourself, where was the last place you ate? Then file for a separation online and go to Adobo. The food is amazing. Wait, I I used to, my dating app profile used to say, if you like the Big Bang Theory, please. But last, I think you have to have no no sense of humor whatsoever to think that show is funny. I don't. It's almost it's so funny. I was like, is that it's, the, is it a, a parody like, of a bad right, sitcom? Right. Like, is it purposely this unfunny? And then people the, the, love it, dog. Uh, it's uh, okay. Uh, I just want to say that I found this particular review offensive, mm. and or might I say, perhaps I could blame all my problems on lean cuisine mm. because it sounds like I don't actually eat anything with any swagger, and I love the blame game. So perhaps it is not me. <laughs> it is Lean Cuisine who has refused a sponsorship will now for go, 20 will years. Will you go to Adobo with me and Sar? It's a lot of calories, but it's so good. I don't so do good. random sauces. It's uh, it's New Mexican food mixed with Filipino. Which that's for, not a thing. Yeah, I know it's not a thing, but it's like that's like when you just know the girl's fine. Be like, mm-hmm. yo, I met this girl half Filipino, half New Mexican. You know that girl's fine. Mm-hmm. Her name is like uh, Christy De La Cruz or something. Like, oh, yeah, you I love the De La Cruz. You know, yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yes. If you got two, if you got two little lead ups to your last name, De La, something mm. like that, you know you're fine. Um, yeah, the, the Baron that I referenced a couple episodes ago, mm. his. His his last name started with Vaughn and then the last name. Yeah, you got you love a lead up. That's why I love mm-hmm. the World Cup because you see all these last names from all over the world. You're like, you're that's your last name, mm-hmm. dog. <laughs> the mm-hmm. God of the World is your last name. That's so dope. Mine's Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just I'm fascinated by names in other cultures. But yeah, that is uh that adobo was, uh, it it was one it was probably. The best food I've had here in Denver. Uh, we have an email here. Please. Which may, no, I'm going to go ahead and say is my favorite subject <gasps> title line of all time. Obviously, I've not pre-read this, but uh, can I go ahead and read the title of you the can, subject line but of this before email? Before you do, I'm telling everyone, please write in at my safe word is more advice at gmail.com. I will take your bang or buy situations. I will take advice questions. I will take any of your we own Yelp reviews. have to tell the people bang or buy is now... Uh, uh, it is it is uh, uh, a, a a stamped segment of the show, and we need your banger buys to come in because mm-hmm. we need stuff to argue about. So yeah, we, we saw on that we'll last vote. one, we differed we'll totally. Vote so yes, to bang or to say goodbye, and if also you send us. Tell us about what you think about who was right with the other banger. Is there anybody yeah. that bought the first two? Yeah, you're into getting slid into your Instagram or your yeah. LinkedIn, you know, like tell us. I can okay. see that. So give me this this The subject line for this line. email says and it's something near and dear to your heart, my dear. I don't give a fuck about your kids. <gasps> yes. Did you hear that <laughs> that inhale? Did you hear that, uh That's Cameron? Because perfect. That is a person that just met her other person because that's mm-hmm. how she, that's how you really feel. It's I do. not it's not a shtick for the show. That's no. how you feel. No, no, and no. And I think that's how a lot of people feel, and I appreciate the honesty. So let's go. Greetings and salutations, safe word. I like that. My name is Cameron. I am a day one Corinne fan and a newly acquired Al fan. What's up, dog? Appreciate you. I want to congratulate you both on your new endeavor and wish you all the best. I'm writing in today because I'm having an issue with straight people and their kids. Mm. Yeah, preach. Context. As we enter 2023, all those life decisions and alterations that we made during quarantine a few years ago are finally starting to make an impact in our day-to-day lives. For instance, 
I decided during quarantine that I was burning myself out, trying to be who I thought the world wanted me to be, not being who I really was. So I left my dance career of 15 years and started working remotely as a project manager back in 2021. Oh, that makes me sad. Well, you know, 15 years of dancing, you might be like, I'm done here. You know, I can see that. And have never been happier. That's what's up. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, I have been traveling more and on great anti-anxiety meds. And aside from the physical aspect, I don't crave the attention of men near as much uh, anymore, which is very nice. My girlfriends, on the other hand, are a different story. Wait, hold on. I thought you were going to say my girlfriend doesn't really, or my girlfriend really enjoys that I don't crave the attention of men anymore. Yeah. I actually know which cam this is now that you're reading it. Okay. Okay, go on. All right, so this tracks to you. Yes, okay. it does. Very cool. Okay. Hi, Cam. Hi, Cam. Uh, it says, uh, my girlfriends, on the other hand, are a different story. During quarantine, they all got pregnant, rightfully so. <sighs> and since March of 2020, four of my girlfriends and my little sister have had a total of seven kids. No, too many. Just too many. My sister due in April with the eighth. Mm-hmm. As you can imagine, this caused two years of showers, being extra careful with masks, and making plans to go see the kid, etc. To be truthful, it was a royal pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. As of recently, we've we have all started partying again, and the girls are driving me crazy. In their drunken state, they like to corner me and accuse me of not making an an attempt as much as I could, or baby X needs to know their gunkle. (laughs) (laughs) That's, first of all, it's gross. And he says, I hate that term. There's more to me than my sexuality, and I need your kid to know that. I love that. That was Mm -hmm. a, that was a, that, dude, that's a dope-ass line, just that last one. It's like, I have a problem with that. All my gay friends are like, this is my gay, it's like, dude, this is just my homeboy. I don't care. I never think about him with his partner sexually. It's just like, this is my dude, Mm -hmm. whatever. Okay, so, uh, yeah, shout out to you for that. Uh, okay, so he's, let me catch back up. My best friend Matt got on my case a while ago, which I have ceased doing, unless I'm telling a story where it would be important to know that he was gay. Like, if that, like, when I was telling you that he's the one telling me spitting in someone's mouth is only something, it's, it's helpful to know that he's a gay man, so that's why I'll say it. But he would get, he really, really hates if I introduce him as my gay best friend. He's like, that's, I'm your best friend. There's no reason for you to put the word gay in front of it. And I was like, you're right, that's. That's yeah. very accurate. I would I would push back and just say some. I, I think a lot of times that's for in a sad way ha, you you having to cuddle the men in your life to be like this guy's not. It a, is. So it's like mm-hmm. just your defense. He's gay, dude. It's fine, you know, because men are like, who's mm-hmm. your trainer? You know, uh-huh, saying uh-huh. otherwise it's it's that's very true. So, but that, okay, go not, on. I hate the term gunkle too. I'm with it you on that. It sucks. Cam. It sucks. Okay, I hate that term. There's more to me than my sexuality, and I need your kid to know that. Here's the thing, I have made what I deemed to be an effort. I comment on the pictures. I'm nice to the offspring when I visit. But how do I say nicely, my life continues on and I don't particularly give a fuck about your kids. Mm -hmm. I don't want to come to their birthday party. I don't want to come to their recitals or or soccer games. I'm barely invested in those things with my own nieces and nephews, let alone children of my friends. How do I get them to accept that I don't care without losing their friendship? It may sound very selfish, but selfish. But as a gay man in the South, I don't see kids as much of an option, mainly because the dating pool is slim pickings. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of write off that kids don't exist in your future plans. And while I'm happy for my friends and their adorable little darlings, I can't help but resent that I feel that they have 
followed the accepted normal path of life. Those was in, in quotes, accepted normal path of life. While I have had to choose to still be single, be on the single merry-go-round that is dating in your early 30s. Again, thanks for all of your advice, Corinne. So happy life is working out for you! Exclamation! I don't point. know if I'd say that. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, please know <laughs> your, definition of your binders uh, still hold a very high place Aww. on my shelf. A piece of survivor lore that can never be replaced. Yeah, and. Much love all around, Cam. Hi, Cam. I already love Cam. Yeah, so Cam, when years ago I used to do uh, this like very big roast of the new Survivor cast, I since stopped doing it, but I did it, and then I would auction off the binder, which is the notes for each. Like I would roast each contestant, and I had all these notes, and he was the first person to ever buy it, and I used to auction it off every year, but since I've stopped doing it, I would think those have gone up in value, at least I hope. Hey. And he does definitely own a piece of Survivor history. He was like one of the first like fans I actually got to know because you got a phone call with me in addition to the binder. Ooh. Um, and he's lovely. Yeah. Um, so Cam, I like Cam a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's my tribe. Um, look, I I think that the best route for me has been for probably twenty years. I have been spouting that I don't I don't like dogs. I don't like children, and I don't go to weddings. And so there is not a person in my life that doesn't know those three facts about me. So when someone has a kid, they know. Maybe I'll send a gift. I mean. Maybe, if I remember. But at no point do I want to meet your child. That's just the way it is. And I'm. it's not It's not your kid in particular. I just, it's a blanket thing. It's the same pretty much with weddings. And it's the same with the second. And I, I, I get so upset when, like, I, I, it, it, there, I promise there's no one in my life. There's people who have sat next to me on an airplane that know I don't like kids. Like, it's such a public piece of information about me. Yeah, that you, I will sometimes be politely like standing with colleagues and someone will be like, oh, my God, you're not going to – my son it hit a home run in his little league game and then they'll go to take their phone out and they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot you don't like kids. And they're waiting for me to go, no, but let me see. And I'm like, thank you for respecting that boundary. I love it. Mm-hmm. I do not. I I am super, super, super honest about it. And I think that the problem is you probably didn't set that up or maybe you didn't know to, mm-hmm. right? The pandemic just hit and everyone started having kids. But I've I've had this lead up where everyone knows this is the situation. No one's offended. Everyone just like understands that's the deal. And so you have to start servicing that public announcement out about yourself so that people hopefully respond in kind and they know – this is this is barking up the wrong tree. I, I I completely agree with that, and I think that's the second half. And I'm gonna like play a little. And you know Cam obviously much better than I do. But what I take from this email is that he feels like a little bit betrayed. And, and this is what I mean. If like let's say we were in, uh, like we lived in the segregated South back in the day, and it was me and three of my white friends, and we were all like, hey, we're outsiders here. Uh, racism is fucked up. We don't mm-hmm. we don't get down with that. And then we walk up to a nightclub and the bouncer's like, you three can come in. Black dudes got to stay out. And they walked in. Yeah. That's what he feels like they did. Yes. Because I guarantee you they all sat around when they were single and drinking and doing drugs. Like, can you believe people have kids? I'm never going to be like that. I'm living in a cul-de-sac. Please. I'm not mm-hmm. getting married. We're going to do this forever. The four best friends. Let's pop bottles. We're brunching on Sundays. Forget the patriarchy, all that stuff. All cops are bad, all whatever, all that cute stuff is. But as soon as it got real, they went right to the to the to the path of the square, mm-hmm. which is southern living, the uh, kids, you know, mm-hmm. apple pie, and and now all of a sudden, 
I, they still want to use him to show that they're progressive. Like, hey, come meet your gay uncle. It's like, yo, I was never, I was just Cam. Now I'm gay uncle. I think he's like, don't, don't use me as your mascot as like the a, a reflection of your old fun life. Mm, I, right. You have a boring life now. You chose that path, dog. So you do those diapers, you go through those recitals, you mm-hmm. sit through Little League games, and I've been to some of those. They're 48 hours because nobody can catch no the can ball. And no one can, no one can get on base. If yeah. they make contact, there's no kid that has an arm strong uh-huh. enough to even throw it to first base. The chance of that kid catching it at first base are negative mm-hmm. 20. So the games go on forever. And he's like, I don't want to do that. I still want a brunch. I still want to date. And as I'm getting older, it's getting harder to date. And I want to talk to somebody about that. It's, and you guys bounced on me. It's really hard. Mostly, it's not the kid that's so annoying to me. It's the way the adults act around the kid. Like, now you have no nothing you can possibly talk about that doesn't link back somehow to you telling me about the kid. Like, once that nonsense starts, I just cut you out. Mm-hmm. But something that you might want to put into play, I did not do this intentionally, but it is something I would do intentionally. I have a friend who, she, she had her first daughter, and she lived in Chicago, and the kid, I don't know, let's go with his like three or four and she was uh, pregnant with her second daughter and she moved to Denver and I wanted to take a photo shoot of my alpaca with a kid I there was no let's not mince words I was not trying to be like generous and so I was like hey Aaron um I wanted to know is Sage old enough to like be around livestock like I don't know what the rules with children are <laughs> that's what you think like <laughs> a normal question I don't know how's her immune <laughs> system like so I'm like so I keep texting her I'm like you haven't responded. Does Sage want to come and take some photos for me? And she just finally responds. She goes, well, um, her name's Harper. And the kid is like four. And I was like, huh? And she goes, I, it's not Sage. I go, but I've been I've been referencing Sage, not just in this text message, but in general, like, I don't know. Like, you know, anytime I was like – how the pandemic, like how, how Sage, she never corrected me. And then she finally had to be like, well, it's Harper. And I go, well, who's Sage? And she goes, I don't know. I don't know why you thought I'm some hippie commune. I would not name my kid Sage. And I was like, well, I don't know where I got that from. She's like, me either. I go, why didn't you correct me? She goes, you don't care. And I didn't either. And I just feel like now it's come to a point where I have to say something. She's like, but I never felt like correcting you. I didn't really care. I know you don't care what her name is, clearly. That's <laughs> and so I'm not mad at purposely calling the wrong name out like I did. I mean, address a Christmas card this year to all wrong names. Wrong names only. (laughs) Yeah. Just show the level of disrespect, the level of I don't care. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I I really respect her answers. Like, I know you don't care. It's not that you want any harm to come to the child. No, she's like, like, it never occurred to me to correct you because I know you don't care (laughs) at all. (laughs) And I don't either. Like, I don't care that you don't care, you know? Being Mm -hmm. honest about your relationship is like basically how we started this podcast and unfortunately, how we're going to have to end it. Right on. Oh, man. We've been, oh, I could talk to you forever. Listen, we are going to start doing merch. I don't know when yes. we're going to get it ready by. But one of the things I'd like to do, and Al, I have not told you this idea yet, but because I am not great with addressing cards, I got a bunch of Christmas cards sent back to me. Not a bunch, like four that were returned to sender. And I don't know why. I didn't bother to find out. But I think the first few people that order merch, I think we're going to also give them my alpaca holiday cards that I, I have it. left over signed. So we're going to make some fun giveaways for like the first, you know, 10 pieces of merch that we sell. Um, and those are coming soon. We're actually working on that today, yes. post-podcast. And um, we're also doing what post-podcast? We're hot tubbing. Hot, we're breaking the hot tub yeah. out, y'all. Yeah, I got it heated last week. I, and it's weird because my girl's here, Corinne's here, and my assistant, uh, Young Kel, as you guys know, we're on the podcast. 
And it's like, I feel like I'm just like that creepy dude in the 70s who's got a pool. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't get in the pool. I just sit in a lawn chair <laughs> yeah. smoking with, in sunglasses. Yep, but yep. You guys stay in there as long as you want. And they're like, oh, I'm creepy like, man Jackson. What's that red light? Is there a camera yeah. on? <laughs> get back in. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, we love you guys, our God. little swimmers. Um, yes, what a great podcast. Yeah. We can't leave without telling people where to find you, mm. Corinne. Right on. Corinne Sanity on Instagram. Corinne Kaplan on LinkedIn. <laughs> so Jewish, right in my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then uh, TikTok at Corinne Kaplan. What about you, sir? It's You can find me at Al Kaplan on, no. You can, <laughs> you can find me at Al Jackson on Twitter, Al Jackson IG on Instagram, and Al Jackson 24-7 on TikTok. But with that said, guys, keep your head above water and... <laughs> Chin up, you'll drown slower. <laughs> you were supposed to say, and keep on swimming, my swimmers. Oh, Jesus, Lord, keep we on, are leaving this in. Keep so, on... I can't get this right. <laughs> okay, keep on swimming. Right. Put your little floaties... What's the swimmies on? Floaties. The little wings on? Yeah. <laughs> you clearly don't care about kids. I don't. Keep swimming, y'all. Love you guys. Don't.